when the health coach and the program, that vehicle that was going to assist me in releasing the weight came along, I had a little bit of resistance to that as well. Like you did, like I was like, oh gosh, seriously? Like that, that's expensive. (laughs) But I had a thought like you had too, like you need to allow this. That's going to fulfill the easy, fast, effortless, joyful experience that you are requiring now. Are you an ambitious, God-centered woman who is ready to live her best life now? My name is Allison Chavez, and on this podcast, I'm going to show women like you how to master your inner game so you can get out of your own way, lay down the struggle, manifest your dreams, and love life as you go. If you're ready to play the inner game to win instead of playing it not to lose so you can live your best life for the rest of your life, then head on over to prosperityapproach.com go and get started. Good morning, Prosperity Seekers. Welcome to another episode of The Prosperity Approach. I'm your host, Allison Chavis, and I've been talking lately about the different cornerstones of prosperity, right? We want prosperity in our relationships, in our finances, in our health, and of course, our connection with God. And I really wanted to focus today on our prosperity with our health, with our body, our body image, our weight, all of that. Now, I've shared with you a little bit of my story, releasing 45 pounds in about four months. And I understand this, you know, people can be a little bit skeptical about that. Like, yeah, okay, it worked for you, but will it work for me? And I don't want you to take my word for it. And so I have brought on a guest who is absolutely dear to me. She she was one of my former clients. We worked together in the Prosperity Approach and my group program called Rise up. And I am just so excited for her to share her story today. Jill Hammond is absolutely incredible. And I'm going to bring her on right now. Jill, welcome to the Prosperity Approach. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here and be able to to share my story. Oh, you know what? There are women out there who need your story and they need your flavor and the way that you tell it. So tell us about you. Who are you? Where did you come from? What are you up to in the world these days? Perfect. So I grew up in Utah. I grew up in Syracuse and loved my life um, until um, I got divorced. And then I ended up moving from into Clinton. So that's where I'm at now. I started in education and I was uh, a teacher for about 16 years. And I was at the district level for the remainder of the time. When I was 52, I retired with 30 years in education. And then I went and worked for um, a lodging company, Mountain Luxury uh, Lodging and Vacation Rentals. And then I got my real estate license. And now I am health coaching and I am a real estate agent. And I'm also writing a book and just loving life. Life is great. Holy cow, Jill. Like I just have to say from education to real estate to health coach, and an author. Like those are some really amazing shifts that you have that you have taken. So so tell us like what brought you into the prosperity approach? I think what brought me in initially was um, when I was looking at my life, I, I didn't have any dreams. I didn't have any direction. I knew something was missing, but I didn't know what it was. And I was frustrated. I my life has been really good and I was grateful for that, but I kept thinking there has to be more out there. What is, what's out there 
that so many people seem to have or what's missing from my life. And I just kept feeling the promptings to um, go to some of these conferences. So the first one I went to, I went to the one in Pocatello that you were speaking at. And oh my gosh, I took notes after notes and I was so drawn to your message. And then after I went and talked to you for a minute and I just, just felt a kinship with you. And then um, after that, I went to the one in um, Ogden and that's when you and I finally uh, connected and I signed up for the program. Did you have any concerns that almost prevented you from working together? I think a few concerns. One of them was going back to the, I didn't really, um, didn't really know what was out there for me. Another one, because I was, um, had been in a really unhealthy marriage all of my life and we'd been married for 23 years and then got divorced because of that marriage. I think so much, I wasn't really willing to invest time, invest really money in myself and time. And so I think part of my hesitation was the money. And then part of it was, I just didn't really have any hope. Um, I always felt like when, when I got divorced, um, I just felt like hope was a cruel word and I didn't really have hope. And so I didn't really understand that life could be different and I could have something more than what I had. And so really there was no vision for me. I just didn't really know, didn't know what to do. I knew something was missing, but I didn't know what it was. And I didn't know if I wanted to invest the money to do something that I just didn't really think would really work. So, you know. You know, and, and I really appreciate that you that you spoke into that because here's the thing, like you are an intelligent woman, you're ambitious, you're independent, you're driven and, and to not have that hope, I think so many people can resonate with that. Like I've done all of these things and I've created this life, but there's still something missing. And, you know, it, it, it we, we kind of, not that I'm trying to put words in your mouth, but I know for me, I was like, what's wrong with me? And I, and I, and for a time I didn't dare hope either because it was just so crushing. It was, it was so devastating. And then not to believe that it would actually work for me. And so that can be a really, really big hurdle for people to get over as they as they really start investing in themselves to a higher level and then doing something different. So what was it that just kind of pushed you over that hump and made you go, well, you know what? I, I must do this. Well, I think part of it was I just continued to feel drawn to you and I was prayerful about it and just felt like, yes, I needed to do this. I was really good in my life at compartmentalizing my life. Like my um, my career, I was really successful, such a strong woman, so amazing at the things I was able to do. My home life was so different. It felt so different. I never felt like I was being my authentic and true self. I felt like I was always um, just trying to please my partner. And by doing that, I really shut down who I was as a person. Mm -hmm. And so it was a scary point to be at a place where you thought, oh my gosh, I could actually move forward and I could, there's something out there. I know it's there if I'll just take that leap of faith and do it. So for me, um, a lot of promptings from the spirit to jump into it and to do it. So I love that. I, I, I love that. Those promptings, I call them nudges. Same thing. People like, like you mentioned, like you were drawn to me, you were drawn to my message. And you know, there's a part of me that's like, <laughs> 
is tempted to feel, I don't know, important by that, except that I know what you were actually drawn to was what I represented and, and, and possibilities of, of what is out there. Now, did you have like a specific thing you wanted to work on as you started implementing the prosperity approach? Because you mentioned like all of these successful things, but you're also a health coach now, which, and since we're talking about prosperity in our, in our health, like, where were you, where were you in your body and your health and your image and your weight, like all of that at that time? When I first started, it was all about, um, I wanted the financial things to come for me. Mm -hmm. And so the health kind of sat there in the back of my mind, but I had been heavy for years. Like most of my married life, I've been heavy. Um, I'm five, nine, and I was actually five, 10 when I was younger, but I'm five, nine now. (laughs) And the highest that I've weighed is, was three Oh six. And so, um, and wearing like a three X clothes and just really hating going shopping and stuff. And, when I came to you, I, I lost a little bit of that, but the weight was such a huge issue for me. And so um, a lot of our first conversations were about, oh, it's the money. I want to do my money goals. But instead, it really was the weight. That was, to me, um, kind of the deal breaker in my life. That defined who I was and how I felt about myself. And I had so much self-anger and really so much self-hatred. One of the cute things you said to me was, no, you're one of the meanest self-talkers I've ever dealt with. And it didn't offend me. I was like, yeah, I get it. I know it. You know, when you when you come from a really unhealthy place in a marriage and you look back at your life, you and, you know, I had so much weight that I was carrying around and I knew it wasn't me. I knew like it was never me. It never felt like it was me. It was protection it was emotional eating, it was codependency, you know, it was all of those things, but it never was me. And so um, when I look back at my life, and I think that I, like, that was one of the main things I needed to work on, but it took me a minute to get there so that I was willing to work on it, because I had some other things I had to work on first, and part of that was self-love and really dreaming and knowing that I did have an opportunity to change things. So what, what were some of the things that you worked on first? Like, I know you wanted to do, I know you wanted to do money and most people do for understandable reasons, but like what, so what are, what are some of the first things you did? What were some of the shifts that you felt first? I love to read. And so one of the things that you provided was just a whole, um, list of people that would change my mindset so for me changing my mindset and then realizing that that mindset change actually applied to all aspects of my life not just the financial health but it applied to the spiritual health it applied to the mental health it applied to the physical health and so that's one of the first things I kind of immersed myself in the reading and in the work that you were that you were having us do. Mm-hmm. And then having those hard questions for myself and starting to examine my triggers and the things that that I really needed to look at in order to have change come about. 
Absolutely. You know, I remember having a conversation <laughs> with you. Um, and so you like, you started shifting more into like, I need to love myself. There were some trust issues that were going on. Like you didn't trust yourself. You didn't, you didn't trust others. And so like we had to, we had to tread lightly for a little while, which was completely fine because, because there were a lot of wounds that needed to be healed, which, which is great. We're really, we're really great at that. But I remember because you had brought up the issue of your weight and that you just, you didn't like how you felt in your body. You didn't like how close fit you and things like that. And, and as we started exploring that just a little bit, I remember very distinctly when Tommy, you were like, Oh, Oh my gosh, I don't want to, do, I don't want to do that. I, when, when I shared with you what I had done in changing my beliefs and changing who I identified myself as, and then the program that dropped in the help coach that dropped in, I remember like just boom, this wall of resistance. And you were like, Oh, no, I've done stuff like that before. Oh, I don't want to do that. But it was, but it was, <laughs> do you remember that conversation? Um, when you had me get in touch with your health coach, she didn't call me for a few days. So it gave me a chance to be really prayerful about it. And I was just like, Heavenly Father, what should I do? And I got the answer overwhelmingly, do whatever is offered to you. And so I think one another thing that the program did is, even though it's not a program about, religion per se mm -hmm. it it's a program about connecting with the universe connecting with your higher power and so I think I delved deeper into that as well so that was beautiful and so when that prompting came along I listened to it so when she called me and we were talking and I told her the past things and I'd done a lot of stuff like it's not like I sat there with that weight and went oh I'm just going to be this heavy all my life. I have done so many different diets. One, my mom and I did together. I, I still remember throwing up the strawberry shakes. Oh, no. <laughs> they were awful. They were awful. And so I've done crazy caffeine drops and just all kinds of stuff and uh, programs that are out there that would, that many people have actually lost on that I could never lose on. So I, it was such a huge issue for me. So when your health coach called me, I was like, oh goodness, would you tell me what I needed to do? I was like, I don't know. And she's like, should I just call you back in a few days? I'm like, no, no, sign me up now. If you don't, I won't do it. And so <laughs> well, so I, happy. Yes, well, I love so that you that I signed up. So when uh, when I went to the doctor in June of 2020, um, I was 294. And so I started the program at the end of the month. And as of today, I'm 204. So, whoa, 90, 90 pounds? A little over 90, yeah. In, okay, so we're in February. So, what are we looking at? Eight months? Mm -hmm. Seven months, yeah. Seven or eight months, yeah. Oh, and how's, how's been your experience with that, Jill? Oh, it's been incredible, incredibly easy. And part of the reason why it has been so easy, Allison, is because of the, the, some of the strategies and skills that you've given me. So the morning routine, oh goodness, that morning routine is, is my heart. And if I don't do it, then I just feel so off-centered. Um, the, the things that I say to myself, the things I say to myself every single day. Um, and I always tell myself, this is easy. I can do this. This is easy. So it has been an incredible journey. And I look back and I'm like, 90 pounds, seriously, who does that in that amount of time? And I feel like the skills I gained from you um, absolutely started me on this path and gave me a foundation. 
And then I feel like the program uh, provides the nutrients that I need to, and then the support and help as well. Health coaching is amazing. You know, it's a, it's such a, a soul thing. The one thing that I really found on this journey that I didn't realize was missing is I have such a centering in my life. And it's hard to explain the centering, but I feel like instead of um, all these triggers and all these things happening that set me off, I'm more centered and I can go, oh, I don't actually want to do that or I don't want to think that. And um, that's not a thought coming from me, you know, that that's not my thought. I'm not going to entertain that. And so just feeling good about myself, feeling good about, like, I feel like my heart is um, connected with people at a time when we're not really connected with all the things with COVID going on. I, I feel like COVID has been such a challenge for everyone, but I feel like for me, it's been um, this time has been a time of reawakening who I am and what I really want out of life. You know, and I, and I appreciate that so much because, and, and here's, and here's the thing you said, you felt the centering now that you didn't know was missing. And, and I think it's, well, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I know what that is because you shifted your identity. You shifted with what you related to about yourself and the meaning about yourself that, and the meaning that you gave things and situations and events. And you, you, you talked about like who loses 90 pounds in seven or eight months. More important than that, how has the experience been? Oh, it's been incredible. Um, well, I like to shop and, um, and, <laughs> When you're a bigger gal, you spend more money shopping because you have to go to the different stores, you know, to get what you need. Mm -hmm. And then the colors, seriously, why do they make, you know, why aren't those colors as beautiful as they need to be? And so for me, um, it has been so much fun to get rid of all these old clothes. And in the past, honestly, I would have kept them. And I did. I kept the clothes. When I lost the weight, I'm like, ugh. I might someday get into those clothes, so I'm going to keep them. And so this time I have bagged them up, bag after bag after bag, and sent them on their merry way. And it's just been, it's just been incredible to look back. Like I don't look in the mirror now and go, you need to lose some weight, girlfriend. I look in the mirror and I think, wow, look at all you've done. What a great journey it's been. Yeah. And, and see, that's the thing. And that was the biggest difference that I found. So I had a, an experience kind of similar to you. I, I wasn't, I wasn't shut down to the point where you were when you found me and when we started working together, but I had, I had done the crazy diets like you had. I'd done the back and forth and the roller coaster. And it always felt like I was hanging off the edge of a cliff by my fingernails, holding on for dear life. And as soon as the weight was gone and it was over that I could be like, Oh, thank you. Now things can go back to normal. Right. And it was hard and it was awful. And I felt like I had to like duct tape my mouth shut anytime I would go to the grocery store. Cause I wanted to eat everything in sight. And, and when I applied the prosperity approach and changing my subconscious beliefs and how I identified as who I identified with as myself and relative to food and all of that, when, when, when the, when the health coach and the program, that vehicle that was going to assist me in releasing the weight came along, I had a little bit of resistance to that as well. Like you did, like, I was like, oh gosh, seriously, like that, that's expensive. <laughs> but I had a thought like you had too, like, 
you need to allow this. Like this is what has come in as the vehicle that's going to that's going to fulfill the easy, fast, effortless, joyful experience that you are requiring now in order to release this weight. So you need to trust that and step into that, which, which I did, you know, and I, and I look at you now and like, I've always seen this version of you. Like I've always known that she was there and it's so beautiful that you have stepped into that version of you as well. But, but I remember I remember the Jill that first came to me and, and you were asleep and you were shut down and it wasn't just asleep. It was just this, like this protection mode. There was just so much, so much that you felt like you just needed to be protected. And, and we all have that, you know, we have heartache in our lives. And, and when we feel like our heart has been pummeled over and over and over again by life or by circumstances or relationships, like it can be, it can make us really, really gun shy to want to try anything else again. And yet from, from a person who, who came from just feeling hopeless and feeling shut down and that nothing would ever work to this, to this, which is still you, like you're not this totally different person. You're just this, the next level of Jill. And it is just, it, it, it's so inspiring for me to see this, that you've embraced this, that you identify with this version of you now. And, and you step in and you say yes to this. And I think that the other women that are listening to you, that are watching this podcast as well, think, oh my word, if she can do it, well then well, maybe I can do it too. Maybe, maybe she understands where I am and can help navigate me through that. You know, you're a tough case, Jill. Like you, you're stubborn. You're a stubborn lady. And there's no question, Allison. Um, it took a bit to get me where I'm at, but oh my goodness, I'm so grateful. I said, yes, you know, said yes to you, said yes to the program. Before um, I started on program, I was walking four miles a day and I was eating, uh, I'd go to the grocery store because COVID had hit, you know, and I would go in and buy all kinds of crap, chips. Uh, I love ding-dongs. I'm just going to put that out there. Some people are probably going, oh my gosh, seriously. But, um, you know, I'll just, all that kind of stuff. And I'd be like, okay, this will last me a week. I mean, a month. And like three days later, I'd be like, where did it all go? Because there was such an emotional eating going on. My issue is emotional eating and stuffing down my feelings. And so to be able to go on to a nutritional program that feeds my body and makes me feel good, I've not had one thing that isn't, um, that isn't on program. I've, I've not had one piece of candy, I, Christmas, nothing. I didn't do any. I was like, yeah, this is important to me. My health is important to me. So I guess I would say to anyone who is thinking that it's hopeless, because that's really how I felt, you know, is it was hopeless, that it's not hopeless. There are, there are ways out there to help you. I remember being encouraged highly by numerous people to get gastric bypass surgery. And I'll, I just was like, oh, I just don't think I can do that. And, um, you know, when, when other people are trying to tell you, do this, do this, do this, do this, you're like, I'm not doing any of it. And you, for me, I, that's that stubborn part. I just mm -hmm. shut all of that down. And I just always felt like, why am I not, why can't you love me the way I am? Why am I not good enough? But the thing that I learned through all of this program, through working with you is that love first comes from you and then it radiates out. And so you love yourself 
and you expect others to treat you with that love and they they reciprocate wonderfully and bring it all back to you so what you throw out there is is going to come back to you so absolutely well you know and you and you talk about okay you haven't gone you haven't gone off program at all which is beautiful so here's my question like going through the holidays and candy and desserts and all of that did you want them no i actually didn't i didn't have any like I didn't have any cravings for them. Normally at three o'clock would hit and I'd be like, oh, I got to have something. But no, I didn't have any cravings. And I didn't want them. The only issue that came up was sugar cookies because I'm like a master sugar cookie maker. And all I said was, you know, not this year, but next year for sure, we'll make them. But we're not going to do it this year. So I've done a lot of things to tell my brain, it's okay. You know, you're not going to have it right now, but at some point you will. Because the idea is to, you know, totally... Um, go off the program and to be able to get back where, you know, back on eating all the foods that I want to have. So in moderation, but I've learned so much about myself that um, it will be a successful journey. Oh, I mean, it already has been like, holy cow, holy cow. And that and that's the thing, too, like those shifts that you made, uh, because I'm all about the inner game, right? Like, we can't we can't throw another diet program at anybody if the inner game isn't being played correctly, because the inner game will always change your outer results always, but we want to keep the outer results changed, right? We don't, we don't want to, you know, release the 90 pounds. And then two years later, we got 150 that we need to release. Right. And so when we play the the proper inner game and we play the game to win, instead of playing it, not to lose, then your outer results will, will they always match the inner game that you're playing? And so before I, before I grasped that, and then was able to develop what I developed in rise up, I was playing the inner game not to lose rather than playing the inner game to win. And so I remember somebody saying, I was 40 pounds overweight. And, and then, and then I, oh gosh, what'd she do? I I think it was Rhonda Byrne. She was applying the secret, her big, her big book. And she was like, and I can eat anything I want. And I lost 40 pounds and I get anything I want. And so when I was playing the inner game, not to lose, I was like, so you can eat crap all day long and just, just by using the law of attraction. But, but no, actually what happens is you start to think differently and you don't want those foods. Like you crave something else. Like you are so satisfied by the healthy, like the, the, the veggies and just the, the roughage and the, the pro like, like all, all of that. And I realized after I had changed my beliefs and I was playing the inner game to win now that it wasn't that I could eat anything that I wanted. I could, but I wanted things that su- supported me and sustained me in that healthy weight. And it sounds like that's what's going on with you as well, that you're just like, eh, except that this sugar cookie isn't leading me to where I'm still headed. And it's not that I'll never have a sugar cookie ever again, just not right now, because I've got other more important things than putting sugar cookie in my body. Well, and I think it's valuing yourself. I think it's, it's um, so I think this whole journey, when I look back at this last year, I feel such a love for myself that I've never felt for years, you know, in an acceptance of really all my flaws, but also all my strengths. And I think before I would discount those strengths, I know that I know that about me, but now I look at those and I, I see them as the gifts that they are. And there's just such a, a love for who I am that I, that I definitely, when I first met you, I did not have, you know, it was, 
it was not there for sure. Oh, and I mean, you glow, Jill. I mean, just my gosh, you just glow. All right. So what is the single most important thing that people should know about the prosperity approach? It's real. The conversations are real. The conversations are safe. They'll get you where you need to go. You work at it, but the work is rewarding work. And it, it makes it so that you, when you look back at your life, I, I have no regrets at all about that time I spent, the money that I spent. And um, I don't have any regrets at all. I'm just so grateful that I've found you and the program and the promptings that I had to do the program. So yeah, I think what they need to know is it's real. It's a change can happen and it can happen in such a positive, wonderful way in a way that nurtures you and your soul and what you need. You know, it's not like you're ripping off the Band-Aid. It's that you're, you're, you're loving people and you're caring about them and you're helping them to see their value and, and what they, and their place in the world that they matter. And I think there's just so many uh, resources that you bring into it and such good thoughts that you can't help but be successful in whatever the endeavor is that you want, you know, whether it's a money issue, whether it's relationship, whether it's health, um, it, whatever happens at the other end of it will be, will be a benefit to you. Oh, and thank you. And you are worth it. You are a hundred percent worth it. So Jill, I, first of all, thank you so much for sharing and serving so many people today and you have I know you have brought hope to them you have brought a glimmer of light and a daring for my audience today and so I appreciate that so much and I also know people are going to want to know how to find you and and perhaps you can share more of your story with them and how they can work with you so tell us how can people find you probably the best way is on facebook and my facebook name is jill snyder f-n-y-d-e-r hammond h-a-m-m-o-n so give this friend me and i'll friend you back and we can have a, a little chat and and yeah life is beautiful life is good and such a such a scary time in the world right now we need all the good things happening and just sending love out to those who have had such tragedy in their lives from COVID and the things that have happened and sending love out for a really good life that that we've been given so appreciate all that and appreciate you Allison Oh, you know what, Jill, you kept showing up even when it was uncomfortable and you, you just kept showing up for you. And what an honor and a privilege it has been for me to walk your path with you for a little while and then to see you soar. I mean, you're not walking, you're not running, you are flying, you are soaring and touching so many lives and changing so many lives. And it is just a privilege to have been a small part of your journey. So thank you. I appreciate that greatly. So thank you. Mm -hmm. Oh, this has been an amazing conversation. 
For those of you who have tuned in, thank you so much. Go see Jill. Go to her Facebook page. We've got the links included in in the email that you got. We've got the links included below this podcast. So reach out to her. If you're feeling that prompting, if you're feeling that nudge, if you're feeling just a tiny little flicker of whatever that is, trust it. Trust it and follow it. That's your higher self. That's God that's giving you a little nudge and a little push and you can trust it and follow it. And it will lead to blessings that are unimaginable to you right now. We'll see you next time on The Prosperity Approach. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Prosperity Approach. If you haven't already, be sure to head over to prosperityapproach.com slash 52 ways and pick up your free copy of The Prosperity Guide. This guide will help you discover 52 different ways to dissolve fear and overwhelm, grow your wealth consciousness, and experience success without struggle. Until next time, remember, the challenge is necessary on your journey to success, but the struggle isn't. 